Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I'm a little fired up for this episode. Not intense or aggressive or anything like that, kind of more excited. And it's a little odd that I am recording this on a Saturday night. I'm not sure that has ever happened before. I don't usually record in the evening. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I am a big time morning person. So much so that I probably get more done in the first four hours of my day than the last 12 combined. For sure. I am like a chainsaw through butter in the morning, and it kind of fizzles as the day goes on. I am not one to do a whole lot of work in the evenings aside from live webinars and things like that, which give me a lot of energy. But uh, we are recording on a Saturday night, and it's because of my desire to simplify how many of us think about ways of eating. There is a missing piece of the conversation, in my opinion, just about any time people talk about diet protocols or approaches to food, approaches to fat loss, there is a missing link, whether we are talking about intermittent fasting or ketogenic diets or vegan diets, low-carb, carb cycling, you name it. And my perspective here is that the missing link is individualized common sense. And I don't mean common sense in general, like use your head, does that sound healthy? What I mean is common sense applied specifically to you. I get these emails where people will say, hey, I'm trying this uh, 5-3 protocol, or I'm trying this carb cycling protocol, or I've read this book by so-and-so, and I'm trying to get this many grams of fat per day. And though they don't say it explicitly, they are looking more or less for my blessing or for me to tell them no. You're looking for permission, more or less. And I never give it, but I never take it away either. I never tell them yes or no. And I think without really understanding try to explain this individually, but I think there's a lot of merit in having this broader conversation. Without understanding my perspective, my approach to coaching, my approach to empowering other people, it can come across as if I am playing it safe or shirking responsibility or don't know something, um, and there's a lot I don't know, of course, when I don't give them a yes, move forward, or a red light, stop, do not proceed kind of response. What I always do, what I will always do, is ask them questions and put it back on them. Sometimes that's not what people are looking for. Certainty 
feels easier. We want somebody to give us a solid, yes, this is going to be good, or no, this is going to be bad. It is generally easier if somebody can just tell us what to do, even if we choose not to do it. But I want you to be more wary of the person who does tell you what to do than of the person who doesn't tell you what to do. Because nobody knows your best approach to fat loss or healthy eating for your body. They don't know. Because as we've talked about repeatedly here before, there is more than one way to lose fat. And there is more than one way to be healthy. And just as importantly, there is an unhealthy way to do every single one of these approaches. There is an unhealthy way to fast, and there is an unhealthy way to be on a ketogenic diet, and there is an unhealthy way to eat vegan, and an unhealthy way to eat paleo. And the right way is going to differ from person to person. This frustrates a lot of people. I don't think it should, and I'll tell you why. When people get frustrated by this, it's generally because they throw their hands up and think, well, this is really confusing. If there's more than one way, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. There are too many options. But how many ways are there to make money? Infinite. Are they all right for you? New. Can you sustain them all? Can you do them all? Do you have the skills? Do you have the means? Do you have the interest? Do you have the time? No. So there's a lot of the infinite ways there are to make money. There is a lot that won't apply to you for one or many reasons. But does that mean that you can't find a way that works for you? Of course not. You can either be like, well, there's so many ways. How could I ever know? Or you could just settle into doing what works for you. There are infinite ways to make money, infinite ways to create wealth. There are lots of ways to build muscle, and there are lots of ways to build fat. Don't be discouraged by the options. Be encouraged by them, because this frees you from needing to know everything about everybody's opinion on every single topic. People will email me very regularly and say, well, what do you think about this expert's opinion on saturated fat? Or this person's perspective on carbohydrates? Or what about what this person wrote about fasting? You're going to free yourself from all of that frustration or confusion or time and complexity when you prioritize over all else. I think there's value in other people's opinions, but not value that exceeds your own unique, and by unique I mean specific to your body, your own unique common sense. Let's look at that more closely. Let's break it down. Because once we break it down, it is very straightforward. There are a few questions I want you to commit to. And I want you to commit to these questions more than you commit to following somebody's perspective or opinion or knowing what so-and-so thinks about such and such. You can be interested in that if you're just curious intellectually, But commitment, I want you to give to these questions. These will be your compass. These are going to help you sift through any and all confusion. And that's what I do when I work for my clients. I don't give them answers. I don't tell them what to eat and what not to eat. I'm not telling them what to do or not do. 
I'm helping them learn to ask themselves the right questions so they can find their own answers. That is the essence of my own approach to my life, and it is the essence of my coaching philosophy. So let's dive into these questions. The first one is, what makes you feel your best? Don't get hung up on, should my fast, my intermittent fast be 18 hours or 20 hours? Should my eating window be six hours or four hours? Don't major in the minors. What makes you feel your best? Don't get lost in the weeds. What makes you feel your best? And the other piece of that, the other part of that is just taking the reverse of that question. What doesn't make you feel your best? And that can be in terms of physically bloating, or this makes me feel thick, or this makes me feel heavy, this makes me feel tired, this makes me feel energized, this makes me sleepy, etc. But also emotionally, like when do I feel most proud or most happy, or when do I feel most down, lethargic, wanting to isolate myself, etc. What makes you feel your best? The next question is, what are you willing to maintain Personal example here, I feel pretty solid, pretty good, pretty energized and not hungry on a strict ketogenic diet, meaning very, very low carb, moderate to low protein and high fat. I feel pretty great. But what are you willing to maintain? I am not willing to maintain the restriction of carbohydrates, specifically vegetables. I love vegetables and they fill me up. I'm not willing to maintain the level that would be required for me to clinically, technically be in ketosis. So yes, I feel great, but I'm not willing to maintain it. I want to feel comfortable and not restricted in having three cups of cauliflower rice at one meal, period. What are you willing to maintain? It's not just about what makes you feel great, because a lot of people will say, oh, I feel so good when I'm fasting or when I'm doing an intermittent fast. But the reality is they're not willing to maintain it because come the weekend, they're shoving everything in their face. So while it is critically important that you know what makes you feel your best, that in and of itself doesn't have a tremendous amount of value without also considering the second question, what are you willing to maintain? The third question is, what does your body respond to? And you'll see here that these questions in and of themselves can be helpful, but they're not complete because while my body might respond to a ketogenic diet that might make me feel my, my, my best, I'm not willing to maintain that, so I've got to pursue other options. A lot of people will say, hey, I'm drinking bulletproof coffee, but this way that I make it, is that too much fat? When you answer the question, what does your body respond to, you find that answer, right? Okay, well, if you're drinking your bulletproof coffee that way, is it working for you? Is it satisfying your hunger? Are you moving towards your goals? Are you making progress? A lot of people will say, I love bulletproof coffee, but I'm hungry an hour later. Okay, well, don't drink bulletproof coffee if it doesn't work for you. There are a million other options. What does your body respond to? What gets you results? 
You can be militant about intermittent fasting, but if your body is not responding, friend, something needs to shift. What does your body respond to? If your body responds to extended fasting, but you aren't willing to sustain it, or maybe alternatively, you love intermittent fasting, but your body doesn't respond to it, you've got to make a change. Now, this this last question, this fourth question, is maybe the most important one. Are you taking great care of yourself? Are you taking great care of yourself? And look, this is coming, I promise you, from a place of me genuinely caring for you and genuinely wanting you to be a healthier, happier version of yourself. You might be losing weight doing that intermittent fast that's 20 hours of fasting in a four-hour eating window, but if you in that four hours are eating macaroni and cheese and drinking wine and you're still managing to get results and you love the fact that you can eat macaroni and cheese and wine every night, you're not taking great care of yourself. The results don't matter if you aren't taking great care of yourself. Look, you might be making great results and feel it's really sustainable on that ketogenic diet when you mix up cream cheese and stevia and dark chocolate after dinner, or you mix up cheddar cheese and sour cream and you smear it on Parmesan crisps. But I don't think we would argue that that is taking great care of yourself. Are you taking great care of yourself? Similarly, you know, in the vegan community, and I mentioned this at the top of the show, vegan can be done well if it makes you feel great and you're taking great care of yourself. But if you're just eating vegan versions of processed foods all day long, I don't think you can argue with me that you are taking great care of yourself. And that comes first. That is where this individual common sense approach matters so much. Are you taking great care of yourself? Valuing your health and the trajectory of your wellness over the immediacy of your results. Are you taking great care of yourself? It might be really exciting that because of your intermittent fasting or your extended fasting or whatever protocol you're subscribing to du jour, right? It might feel really great that you can get results, but if if you're limiting yourself and allowing yourself to you know, drink wine every single day, you're having a couple glasses of wine because you're restricting yourself so much, you're still losing weight. Really look at, but am I taking great care of myself? Similarly, if the pounds are falling off and you're full of energy, but you're taking caffeine pills or Adderall to stimulate your metabolism, I don't think you can argue that you're taking great care of yourself. And I'm not talking about people that have a necessary prescription for Adderall. I'm talking about people who abuse it for purposes of weight loss or fentermine or any other questionable substance. Are you taking great care of yourself? If you're pumping yourself full of artificial sweeteners and eating everything that says sugar-free that you can find, are you taking great care of yourself? When we use this common sense individualized approach with these questions, we don't get wacko about superfoods either. Like, well, how much turmeric should I have every day and in what form and how do you use it? Because we're not majoring in the minors. If it's not the primary driver of what makes us feel our best and what we're willing to maintain and whether or not we're taking great care of ourselves and what 
creates responsiveness or results from our body, we're just not going to sweat it. Don't major in the minors. The reality is that we could all get in a room, however many of us there are, and we could all argue that this way of eating works for us and it's the best and we feel amazing and our health markers have improved and we would all be valid in our very different responses because, hello, we all have different bodies, different needs, different preferences, different hormonal balances, different activity level, all sorts of different things. What will I adhere to? What will you adhere to? that you're going to stick with, right? Sustainability over speed, because otherwise we just keep losing the weight, and putting it back on and then do it again and pick a different approach and lose the weight and work really hard and then put it back on and get upset. Sustainability over speed. What is it that you will adhere to that reflects taking great care of yourself, that your body responds to? That is where your energy should be. Not on 17 million people's opinions of something. Simplify. Pay attention. Ask those questions. What makes you feel your best? What are you able to maintain? What does your body respond to? And are you taking great care of yourself? Keep in, keep in mind that as you age, as your body changes, as your fitness changes, your answers are going to change. As your capacity changes, as your perspective changes, your answers will change. Using myself as an example here, the way I eat now would not have been sustainable for me when I started. I might have been able to do it for a day or two, but if I honestly said, am I able to maintain this right now? It would have been probably no. I would have gotten results. Yes, my body would have responded, but it wouldn't have felt sustainable. The other part of it is when I first started and I was eating less fast food and less sugar and less starch than ever I had in my life, I felt better. But now what was less then and made me feel better then would be more now and make me feel worse because I've made gradual improvements over time. So as with everything in life, expect change. Don't think that because you found something that feels great now and your body responds to it now means that in five years it's going to be the same thing. It won't be. Don't resist that change. Don't resent that change. The change is coming. It is supposed to. Welcome to the human experience. That is why we have to keep paying attention and keep asking questions. So there's four questions. What makes you feel your best? What are you able to maintain? What does your body respond to? And are you taking great care of yourself? There are some general principles, right? There is a science of how fat loss happens in the body. And I talk about that at length on the podcast. If you aren't sure, if you think, well, I don't even know where to start with this, Elizabeth, I've gotcha. I did an entire fat loss basics series of the podcast. I think it starts with episode 121, 
121 and it goes through episode 126, I believe. But if you just search Fat Loss Basics on primalpotential.com, they will come right up. It is a six-part series and it's not here's the diet prescription for fat loss. It's here's how fat loss works and here are the different factors that influence it. But the food choices you make within that are up to you. And the amount you eat within that depends on you. It depends on where you're starting from. It depends on how many meals or snacks you eat. It depends on how active you are. It depends on your metabolism. It depends on so many things. But that structure, that framework is there for sure. Fat Loss Basic Series, I believe it starts with episode 121, and that is a great place to begin for sure. The Golden Rules of Carbs and Fat Loss is also a great place to start. I'm not telling you what to eat or how much to eat. What I'm doing is giving some general guidelines for fat loss. And from there, you make them your own by asking and answering these questions. So those four questions one last time. What makes you feel your best? What are you able to maintain? What does your body respond to? And most importantly, are you taking great care of yourself. I mentioned at the top of the show that I was excited about something else too. And uh, this kind of thing doesn't happen very often. So um, I get emails every week, literally every week, with people asking to sponsor the podcast. Or another way of saying that is they want to pay me money to talk about their product. And other than Thrive Market, I've turned down all of those offers. For a few reasons. I, at this point in my life and with my perspective, which who knows, it might change in a year or five years, but it has been this way since the beginning of the podcast, and I imagine it will stay this way, but I'm open to it changing. I'm not going to take money to talk about supplements. I won't take money to pitch dietary supplements. I feel very strongly about that. So as much as it would be very profitable to do so, I don't think they're necessary for health. And I think there's a lot of individual variability, so I don't feel comfortable with that. So that's always no. I also am not going to take any amount of money to talk about products that I don't personally love. It doesn't matter if they send it to me for free. If I don't love it so much so that I will spend my own money on it, nope, I won't talk about it. There's not a dollar figure that would make me comfortable with that. And I'm not going to take money to talk about products that I don't think will make your life easier or better, that will have some significant value for you. So that makes it really hard to find. (laughs) The other piece of this is I don't pitch sponsors and I don't pay someone to pitch sponsors for me because I'm not here for that. So what a lot of podcasters do is They either reach out to companies and ask for sponsorship deals, or I would say maybe more commonly, um, especially with podcasts that have been around for a while, they hire somebody to do that for them. Like, hey, go find me sponsor deals. And I don't do either of those things. Primarily because my personal philosophy, I have them in business just like I have them in life, is impact over income. And I only have a finite amount of time, so my decision at this point, and it has been this way from the start, is that I give my time to impact, creating impact, making a difference in the lives of my listeners. And I believe, whether it's true or not, it's what I choose to believe at this point, that if I give myself genuinely to impact, that the income will take care of itself. 
So the first that happened is that a company reached out to me And it's a company that I have been a personal customer of since 2014. I actually went and looked at when I first purchased from them. Uh, So and when I first signed up for their services, uh, just because I was like, this is probably predating Primal Potential is around the same time, which is just a coincidence. And the company that reached out to me was Fabletics. I don't know if you have heard of Fabletics, but they are an activewear company started by the actress Kate Hudson. I think that's where they get most of their publicity, the fact that uh, they've got Kate Hudson's power behind them. They reached out to me about sponsoring the podcast um, or essentially asking me if they could give you guys a unique deal and support the podcast financially in doing so. And I thought, I'm interested. Tell me more. But the first thing I said is, um, let me go back and look through my closet and find what I have bought. Because at this point, you know, like I buy from Reebok, I buy from Lululemon, I buy from Nike, I buy from Fabletics. Um, And I look through Fabletics because the way that it works, you get an email every month with like curated outfits and you have no obligation to buy them. But I do browse through them. And I was like, let me see the last time I bought what I bought, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And... I also bought a whole bunch of uh, new stuff from them just so that I could, you know, really, really do my homework. So their their first um, contact with me is probably uh, maybe two and a half months ago now. But I never want to rush these things because, I don't know, for whatever reason, I just take it really seriously. I ended up basically saying, yeah, I think this makes a lot of sense. Let's give it a shot. And I will tell you why I made that decision. And I remember sharing similar thoughts when I agreed to work with Thrive Market because I had been a customer with Thrive Market and I felt like it added value. It certainly made a difference in my life. And so I want to share with you my rationale behind this Fabletics choice. um, And I so welcome your feedback. Have you tried them? What do you think? What is your resistance? What questions do you have? The reason that I am really a personal user and a fan of Fabletics is their prices. A lot like Thrive Market, right? I'm a cheap girl. I worked my tail off to pay off all of my student loan debt, my personal debt, my ex-husband's student loan debt, his personal debt, and I have stayed debt-free. My business is debt-free and has never had a penny of debt. That's something that's so important to me. So I'm stingy and I want to spend money wisely. And when we compare Fabletics to Lululemon or Nike or Reebok, if I buy a pair of leggings, which is what my usual workout bottoms are, leggings, if I buy that from Lululemon or Nike, easily you're spending between $70 and $120 on one pair of leggings. But if you go like super cheapo and you get them from like a big box store, they're not going to last. They're not going to hold up. They're not going to be supportive. With Fabletics, though, the leggings that I are quality-wise absolutely comparable to the ones I would pay between $70 and $120 for are like $30 or less, and especially less when I tell you the deal they've given me to share with you. So one thing is their prices. The other thing is their fit. So I absolutely have gone into the Targets and the Walmarts and bought their workout gear. But here's the thing, and this might be specific to the type of working out that I do, but I guess it would also be specific to folks that like wear it as loungewear. I do CrossFit workouts. So I am jumping 
a lot, whether it's box jumps or it's burpees or it's jump rope or double unders, running, lifting weights, and it is such a huge distraction in a workout and it absolutely impairs the workout to feel like my pants are falling down or my boobs are going to pop out of my bra. That is awful and I can't stand it. And if I go into a workout and I feel like my bra doesn't support my chest when I'm doing box jumps or jump rope or burpees or anything like that, or like my pants were falling down, immediately when I get home, those, those uh, whether it's a bra or it's pants, I take a Sharpie marker and I put an X on the tag. And that means that that is something that will be put in a different place in my closet, that it can be loungewear stuff, like cleaning around the house or hanging out, but it is no longer workout worthy for me because I hate being distracted by clothes that don't support me. So with Fatletics, I definitely noticed with one exception, I'll tell you what that exception is, that these clothes really support me when I'm working out. I did buy one bra that was really, really cute, but didn't give me enough coverage. But the great thing about the rest of their bras is that they have a higher neckline uh, and that is huge for me when I am working out. And then the last thing, which is so vain, and I'm fine with that, their styles. Fabletics intentionally tries to be uh, fashion forward with a lot of their stuff. And they do have a lot of crazy prints that are, I think they're beautiful, but that's not my personal style. I'm a solids girl. Even with that, though, their, their solid colors are beautiful. Their bras are gorgeous. I actually feel like I could totally wear them as like swim tops because they're super, super cute. It's not just like you know, old school champion, <laughs> that sort of thing with a plain Jane kind of a bra. So their prices, I can get three, four or five outfits from Fabletics for what I would pay from Lululemon or Nike. They hold up. They don't fall apart like I've experienced when I get really discount stuff from big box stores. And they're super cute, which matters to me because I am more likely to go work out when I feel like I really love my workout gear. I'm also going to put um, some pictures in the show notes at primalpotential.com forward slash 511. That's the episode number for today of some of the pieces that I bought. Now, I can't put all of them. And the reason for that is... Um, Fabletics switches out their inventory every month, which is awesome because it means they have new stuff every month. But it also means sometimes that what you buy one month isn't necessarily available. When I find something I love, like their leggings, which I'll tell you about in a second, I buy them in like every color, every color that I like. So the deal that I've worked out with Fabletics for now, and we'll see how it goes, is that if you register through fabletics.com forward slash primal potential, you get two pairs of leggings for $24, which is basically free. Free plus $24. But if you've bought leggings before, and I'm telling you, I'm thinking about my Lululemon leggings that have like $89 price tags on them or the $70 that I spend on Reebok or Nike leggings, two pairs for $24. And I actually have a pair of the 7 8 length black ones on right now. They're comfortable enough to like wear and lounge around the house or sleep in if you're somebody that sleeps um, in clothes versus in the nude, which I tend to sleep in clothes. Um, and they're also insanely supportive 
and move well and don't fall down when you're working out coming from a girl who does box jumps and burpees and all that kind of stuff. So two pairs of leggings for $24 when you register through fabletics.com forward slash primal potential. I will also put that link over on the show notes page at primalpotential.com forward slash 511, but just go to fabletics.com forward slash primal potential. The other thing that happens when you go through that URL is you tell Fabletics that this spot is having an impact, making a difference. So that's why that matters. If you're not interested in Fabletics, you can stop listening now and practice those four questions. But um, I'm really excited about some of the clothes that I got. So I'm going to tell you about them. And I'm especially going to tell you about the one bra that I didn't like as much and why I didn't like it. The Power Hold Leggings. Those are the ones I'm wearing right now. Salar Solid Power Hold Legging, S-A-L-A-R. I'll also link to them in the show notes. I got them in black as well as Seaport. Seaport's like a like a bright blue color. And everybody comments on loving those ones. They're my favorite, the blue ones. And I also got the High-Waisted Statement Power Hold Legging. And they're kind of like an ombre different shades of blue. Really, really like those as well. But the Seaport color, which is still available in the Solar Solid Power Hold, I like full length um, because that way if I am trying to do like rope climbs or something like that, I'm not going to get any kind of like agitation on, on my lower calf. Sports bras. Okay. I am a full-chested lady. Gentlemen, we're talking about boobs. So if this gets you excited, fantastic. If this makes you uncomfortable, see you later. But I have a large rack. And when you are doing double unders and box jumps, if you don't have the right bra, you are going to be thinking more about your boobs than you are about your workout. And that is not acceptable (laughs) at all, at all. So the few that I love the most, the Claire Midi, and these are also like super sexy and beautiful, which is really, really, really fun. The Claire Midi White, love it. The Marsha sports bra, it's like camo, but it also has some accents of like almost floral, but not quite, but it's mostly a camo green color. Love that. Super, super cute. Again, I would feel comfortable wearing any of these three as like bathing suit tops. And then the Antonia Midi sports bra in white. Those three are my favorite, favorite, favorite. Um, The bra that I didn't like for myself was the Tammy sports bra, T-A-M-M-Y. The reason I didn't like it is because it just, it would be really cute for hanging out, but I have enough sports bras that don't cut it at the gym that I can wear when I'm hanging out. It didn't have enough coverage for me. So if you're smaller chested, it might be a really great option. Or if you're not doing much working out and you just want like a cute sports bra, I think it's really, really adorable. It's kind of more of like a wrap style, whereas the other ones are just straight up cute and sexy, but also don't mess with me. I'm working out kind of bras. And then my two favorite tanks that were my most recent purchases, the Aubrey tank, which is two layers, super cute, not super fast to put back on because you got to make sure the layers are lined up properly. So if you're not into that, maybe skip that one. And then the Lavinia tank, love it. It is kind of see-through on the back though. That doesn't bother me at all. I'm totally fine with that. So the way that Fabletics works is that you basically take this 
pop quiz um, to get recommendations. Like they're not going to recommend you outfits that are sleeveless if you say you prefer to wear sleeves or they're not going to recommend you shorts if you say you only wear full length pants, that sort of stuff, which I like because I hate scrolling through stuff that I would never wear. So that makes it easier. And when you are a VIP, you get 50% off regular prices and you get free shipping and a bunch of other stuff. You get on the first of the month, I'm just going to explain this the way that it works, but please check their website for the details because I'm not going to say that exactly the way I explained it is exactly the way it is, but their website will tell you. So on the first of every month, I get an email that says, Elizabeth, your outfits are here. And because I'm a VIP, I get special deals on those. The prices are like absurd, seriously absurd. And the outfits are specific to my recommendations. So again, if I say I don't want to wear shorts, they're not going to have short recommendations in my outfits. And you can buy or you can skip. So you have five days to decide if you're going to buy or if you're going to skip. And basically what that means is if on the sixth day you haven't decided, you're going to be charged $49.95 or $49.00. Please don't quote me on that. Um, Their website will give you all the details. If you skip, you don't get charged. And if you do get charged, it's just a credit. So like once or twice here or there, I've forgotten to skip. But the money's just there for the next time I buy something. But it's also not hard when you get that email. I just mark it with a star if I don't have a second to log in and skip right then. And then I remember to come back to that. Um, So that is the way that it works. You get free shipping over 49 bucks. If you go to fabletics.com forward slash primal potential, you get your two leggings for $24, which is basically crazy. And I want to see, like, I'm really curious. What do you buy? You show me, tag me on Instagram. That's the best way to do it. At Elizabeth Benton. If you get something and you love it or you don't, especially the bras, because I'm so excited to have bras that are really, really, really supportive, because I find that a lot of the bras from Nike and Reebok aren't as high neck. And so even if they're like cute, I still don't feel as comfortable jumping and running and doing burpees and box jump overs and things like that. Um, But I feel way like I don't even think about it when I'm in these bras that I got from Fabletics. I'm just secure. I'm locked in. And they're really, really, really cute. So fabletics.com forward slash primal potential. Thank you to Fabletics for reaching out to me. This kind of thing doesn't happen very often. And thank you to all of you guys for being open to this because maybe you're into it and you want to make a purchase, which is awesome. And that helps support the show. And maybe you're not, but I'm going to believe that you're also cool enough with me talking about something you're not into without getting all crazy about it and being disappointed that there's a sponsor of the show because sponsors, which there are now two of, Fabletics, which we're on a trial, so a lot of it's going to depend and see how it goes and if this resonates with you guys and if you're into it, and the other being Thrive Market, two companies that I have been a customer of, that I believe in personally, and that deliver quality products for less. So I'm not here telling you to go buy some mushroom powder, and I never will. And I'm not here telling you that you need to buy some crazy lotion or potion because that's not my style. If you're into it, awesome. If you're not, that's awesome too. And thank you so much for listening. Have a really great day. 
Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.